Welcome to the latest episode of Public Power Now. I'm Paul Schimpoli, News Director at APPA. Joining us today is Heidi Lambert, Senior Director of Education at APPA, and Alex Hoffman, Vice President of Technical Operations Services at APPA. Alex and Heidi are here to discuss APPA's upcoming Line Workers Rodeo and the Engineering and Operations Conference, both of which will be held next month in Austin, Texas. Alex and Heidi, thanks for joining us. So, um, Alex, I wanted to start with you. Um, so, as I noted, both of these um, events are taking place in Austin. Um, the Line Workers Rodeo is, is going to take place before the E&O conference. So, could you talk about or provide an overview of the rodeo and what types of activities take place? And I guess that's one of the key things is why should people participate in it? So, the rodeo is, uh, by and large, one of the best places for public powder utility line workers to come and practice their craft and their trade in, in a competitive fashion with their peers. And you know, we're very excited to be having this event. We haven't had it in a couple of years due to the pandemic. And and what we want to do is is get everyone back together and remind folks, you know, what it's like to get out there and to compete and to do well, what what it's like to see you know, your friends and your peers in person and and how good it is to work together as public power. So for people who are thinking about bringing a crew, I really want to encourage you to do that. And the number one reason is that what we practice at the rodeo and competition is safety first. We have uh, at least 100 judges. People are getting up on poles. They're climbing. They're performing events to the specifications. And those judges are looking and watching competitors to make sure they perform every procedure safely. And I think that's really, really important. The next thing that comes down to is is time. So if you're up and you do your event and you do it perfectly in terms of safety, and then you do it the fastest, well, you're gonna be up on stage that night. And I think that's an honor that most line workers would aspire to. They are excellent. Uh, at their trades and they work hard at their craft. And I just think that the collaborative aspect of this event is another place where if you're thinking about sending a crew, you're really going to want to take advantage of the benefits of getting your crew together with other crews. It's about networking as well. You know, you do your event, you compete safely, you do your best, you get out there. And at the end of the day, you're meeting other peers and colleagues. You're going to be able to work with them you're going to form relationships and it's going to help you whether it comes to to finding people, you know, when you need to ask questions or in that moment when you have a mutual aid event where you need to call for help, having friends uh, out there and people that you know, that your crew knows that they can call on in hard times, you know, if it gets bad enough, APPA is going to step in. We have a mutual aid network and we rely on state coordinators to help with that, but that's that's really besides the point. Networking is so important for line workers, and there are so few opportunities for them to really get out and compete with their peers and network and form bonds and relationships that do last and that do help out when it comes time to get the job done and get the lights back on. So with that, I, I really just want to appreciate people who are thinking about coming and encourage people to come. Yeah, thanks, Alec. And I, and I think you raised a really good point, too, that people haven't had this opportunity in in the last couple of years because of, of the pandemic and so now you've got your first opportunity to to go out there in person and and network like you said so it only comes around once a year so um 
hopefully uh, clearly that that message came came across in, in your response. So so thanks for for highlighting that. So Heidi, um, just switching gears and, and and talking about the E&O conference, could you talk about some of the sessions that are scheduled to take place this year? Yeah. Thanks. And I just want to say that I think the rodeo is one of the coolest events that we hold at ABPA. It's just a lot of fun. And, you know, as a spectator, I just really enjoy it and and have made a lot of good connections just being there watching it as well. So thanks again, Paul, for highlighting these events. Um, You know, we're really excited to to get everyone together, as Alex said, and what a great city to be in. Um, Not only is Austin a great destination, but, you know, it's home to Austin Energy, and that's one of the largest and most progressive public power utilities in the country, and we're very thankful for their hospitality and support of these events. So, a little bit of background on the Engineering and Operation Conference. It's one of APPA's largest annual events, um, drawing a few hundred attendees from across the nation. We get together for two and a half days of learning and networking, um, and We also have a lot of fun at this meeting, too. Uh, We kick things off on Sunday, March 27th. Uh, We've got a couple of in-depth pre-conference seminars. We go into topics like electric vehicles and improving reliability and resiliency. Um, And then we we get into the main conference, and, and that runs from Monday, March 28th through Wednesday, March 30th at noon. The content is really geared uh, towards the public power folks who are the backbone and often on the front lines, you know, the ones who are responsible for designing and maintaining the nation's electric system. So, you know, attendees are usually at the management level. You get to meet vice presidents and superintendents, directors and safety training personnel and lots of engineers from public power utilities large and small across the United States, uh, as well as those who work at joint action agencies and state and regional associations. So while we have a strong core following for this event, lots of people come back year after year. Um, We've also recently really enjoyed seeing more up-and-coming leaders attending, um, people who are on track for leadership positions at their utility or those who may be new to the industry that want to build their professional network and learn about the latest industry issues. So it's a really exciting time to be in the industry, and we love bringing people together to to talk and learn from each other. We've got a great program planned this year, and our theme is innovation, and you'll see that really carry through the agenda. So, you know, each day we start out with a general session, and we move into more focused breakout sessions, and lots of networking opportunities and discussion time are mixed in there. So we offer four tracks of breakout sessions focused on environmental services, grid modernization, safety, and transmission and distribution topics. So we've got nearly 30 sessions planned. So I just want to mention, you know, a couple of highlights from each of those tracks. In the environmental services sessions, uh, we cover things like changing regulations, what's going on at the federal level how to take advantage of new funding opportunities and innovative ways that utilities are meeting climate goals. The grid modernization track is focused on utilizing new technologies to improve operations. We've got sessions on integrating distributed energy resources, dealing with different challenges like cyber threats, and then new approaches to things like business continuity. And there's a session on beneficial electrification that sounds particularly interesting in that track, I think. And the safety track is, of course, focused on safe work practices, but also digs deeper into issues like developing your safety culture, 
growing your leadership skills by building trust and transparency and exploring new ways of doing things. For example, there's a case study session uh, that's going to feature two utilities who have revamped their approach to incident reviews. I think that's going to be a good one. And this group's also going to have a session on increasing line worker diversity. And that's a really important issue for APPA and our members. Then the T&D or the transmission and distribution track really gets into the core of the operations side of things. And we're going to focus on topics like interconnection studies and storm communications, supply chain issues, and electric vehicles. And they've got a session on enhancing infrastructure resilience that's going to provide some great utility perspectives and highlight new technologies that can help speed up restoration efforts. And also want to call out one of the unique features of this event. We've got a large vendor expo. It's called the Public Power Next Tech Expo. And that's a great place to connect with industry suppliers and consultants who have a variety of products and services just for our industry. And if you stick around for the closing general session on Wednesday morning, you'll get to meet Joe Theismann. And I think Alex is giving out some cool squirrel socks throughout the meeting. So a couple more reasons to come. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that that that's that's reason number one right there. Squirrel socks, right? <laughs> but but seriously though, it sounds like like the common theme with the rodeo and you know obviously is clear to me in the last year 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 and a half to two years is APPA has done a really good job in terms of transitioning to um, webinars and and virtual uh, meetings and 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 I think that that's fair to say. But there's also obviously benefits that you can't get anywhere but for being in person and and sounds like in the rodeo and you know those are both perfect examples of the benefits of going to some place in person right definitely and i think you know time and time again we hear that one of the biggest benefits of attending this meeting the the you know conference specifically is networking and learning from other utilities across the country, that always just rises to the top of the list on why people love this meeting. Um, you know, realizing that they share similar challenges and learning how others do things, hearing about, you know, cool projects and technologies that are going on in, in the public power world, that's all, you know, makes for a really valuable experience, I think. And there are just great conversations that happen at this meeting that you wouldn't normally get to have in your day-to-day work, you know. So I think taking the time to get away and immerse yourself in this kind of environment is really a unique opportunity and a, a good investment in yourself and in your organization. And that really goes for, you know, both of these events. I just, I love the openness that I see at the ENO conference in particular. I go to a lot of these meetings, but um, the willingness to share experiences with each other, there's just a real camaraderie within these groups that come to, to this meeting. Right. And, and I'll say, Heidi, you know, one of the one of my favorite things um, and, and when I'm talking to people about the E&O and the rodeo, but but specifically to the E&O is is just it's the top notch nature of the training of the information people are getting. It's all designed uh, by your peers at utilities and you know, the way it's presented, the people who come to talk about it are are experts and the information they're delivering is great. I think that, you know, in addition to to that kind of training and information and everything that's going on in these meetings, it's that networking you talked about, but you're getting credit too. the PEs out there. You need you need to be getting uh, 
your credits and applying them to make sure that you keep your license. So there's there's that credit aspect. One of my favorite things to do, I mean, we sit here in DC and and we collect a lot of data for benchmarking purposes to help out utilities. And at the ENO, we'll, we'll get out there and we'll present some of it back to you and, and just hearing, you know, what people are doing and 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 hearing the discussion that goes on on what people think that, you know, the trend might be, we'll, we'll present something and, and the engineers talking about it and talking to each other about it is just, it's the best. So, so I always walk away from this meeting with a bunch of, of really great thoughts and ideas, but, but also some, some very good relationships that I take back and, you know, I, I use to help me do my job better. So I know everyone's getting that out of this and, and I thought it would be good to say. Yeah. yeah. I agree, Alex. That uh, you made me think of the data debate that you and uh, your colleagues in the technical and operations side put on. There's that session on Monday afternoon called Data Debate with a pay your own way bar, uh, gets a really lively discussion going, and it's just a really fun way to end that first day. Um, and I also agree, you know, I think, you know, we always try to make it certainly educational, but I think practical, you know. While we're, you know, focused on, you know, shaping the future of public power, we really want to provide tools and resources that people can use immediately. You know, I think a lot of us go to conferences and leave with a lot of great ideas and positive energy, but then kind of lose that momentum when we get back to the office sometimes. And I think what sets, you know, this conference apart is we really want folks to leave with things they can apply immediately, um, things that will make their jobs easier, help their organizations, and really, you know, just help public power as a whole stay stay strong. So, and like you said, it's certainly a good place to earn your continuing education credits, um, you know, those professional development hours and continuing education units, things like that. I'd say from my own personal experience from the ENL conference I attended in Colorado a couple of years ago, Alex, I think one of the things I really came away with um, you know, you see this at all of our conferences, but ENO in particular, there, I thought there was a, a great engagement in terms of presentations that were made and then time for Q&A with, with audience members. And I just think with ENO in particular, it definitely lends itself to people benefiting from being able to be in a room and, and, and hear presentations and be able to ask questions. So you guys both touched upon my next question, which was all the benefits of from attending ENO. So I think I'm going to jump to, to, the, to the last question for you, Heidi, which is the practical uh, topic at this point in, in terms of, you know, if you're interested in, in registering for the rodeo or ENO at this point, what, what are the deadlines and where can people go on APPA's website for additional information um, or to register for, for either event? Yeah, you can find all the latest info about the conference and the rodeo on our website. You can go to publicpower.org slash E and O, spell that out, E and O, or uh, publicpower.org slash rodeo. There is an early bird registration rate uh, for the Engineering and Operations Conference, so you save a little bit of money if you sign up by February 28th. And we also have some group discounts in play, so um, for those who send five or more people, uh, you'll get a cheaper rate as well. Great. Uh, well, thanks again, uh, Heidi and Alex. I really appreciate your taking the time to speak with us today. Any any final thoughts at this point? No, we just we look forward to this meeting again. It's been two years, so this is going to be a great public power reunion uh, and hope to see you in Austin. Couldn't have said it better, Heidi.
All right. Well, thanks again, Heidi and Alex. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Paul. All right. Take care.